This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Alex Tai. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Thursday, the 22nd of June. In your Squiz today, a race against time in the sub-search. Biden says the D-word. Andrew Tate is charged with human trafficking. And Australia becomes a Taylor nation. This is your Squiz today. Claire, I reckon everyone's following the search for the missing Titan submersible, the tourist vessel which was diving to the wreck of the Titanic. As of this morning, the vessel has been missing more than three days. Yeah, and if it's emergency air supplies operating as it should, it means that uh, it will last until late this afternoon, our time. Mm. There was some hopeful news from the site search yesterday. Sonar systems picked up underwater noises and they've interpreted that as potential signs of life. And that's seen rescue resources be redirected to the location of those noises. Uh, One guy who's been in the media a lot in the last couple of days is the CBS science reporter David Pogue. Uh, That's because he took a trip on the Titan last year and yesterday he said, I pray for a miracle. At this point, I think that's what it would take to find these folks alive. In the last day, Claire, reports on the safety of the Titan submersible vehicle have been in focus and there have been concerns about these deep sea dives to view the Titanic shipwreck. Yeah, there's reports from back in 2018. Uh, One was from an employee who raised concerns of potential dangers to passengers at the Titan, particularly at those extreme depths. Mm. Uh, And in that same year, an industry group wrote a letter voicing concerns about the experimental approach of the vessel. Um, David Pogue has also raised another issue, and that is that the passenger are actually bolted in from the outside. So Mm. even if the Titan has serviced and hasn't been found, the passengers won't be able to get the hatch open and reach fresh air because they're sealed in. Pogue called that scenario a horror story and it sounds just about right. But, Claire, let's be hopeful that there is a good result today. Mm. The US and Canadian Defence Forces and private vessels, including a French boat carrying an exploration robot, are working overtime to find the Titan and the five people aboard. Claire, at the start of this week, we were talking about what seemed to be a successful diplomatic meeting between the US and China, with the US Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, even meeting the Chinese President Xi Jinping. But yesterday, a comment from US President Joe Biden has been seen as a step backwards. Yeah, it came up at a fundraiser in California. Uh, Biden called Xi a dictator. Mm. It came up as he was talking about that Chinese spy balloon that was shot down over America in February. You remember we talked about that quite a bit at the start of the year. And what he said at that fundraiser is that it was a great embarrassment for dictators when they didn't know what happened. Mm. Uh, China has responded to that comment overnight. What their foreign affairs spokesperson said is that the comment was extremely absurd and irresponsible. Oh, dear. (laughs) Uh, And while Australia's relationship with China is starting to thaw, a poll by the Lowy Institute found that 
52% of Aussies believe Beijing poses a military threat to us within the next two decades. The social media star Andrew Tate, a self-proclaimed misogynist, has been hit with some pretty phenomenal charges in Romania, where he was arrested in December. Yeah, it's certainly been a long time coming, these charges. Mm. Uh, Romanian police have charged him with human trafficking, rape and organising a crime group to exploit women. Uh, They've also charged Tate's brother Tristan and two Romanian associates with related charges. Mm. Um, The scheme that they put together allegedly involved Tate and his brother luring women into relationships before forcing them to film pornography, which was then shared online. And if you're scratching your head over who this bloke Andrew Tate is, he's a former kickboxer. He became hugely popular on social media for his views uh, that are just abhorrent about women. Mm. Um, We've got a shortcut on Tate and you can find that in the Squish Shortcuts feed. Yeah, and it's a good listen because while you may not have heard of Andrew Tate or seen his stuff, there's a good chance that the more online teenagers in your life have. Tate & Co, we should say, have denied all the charges and they say the case will be a chance to clear their reputations. Our Attorney General Mark Dreyfus said that Indigenous deaths in custody are a national shame as he announced a new plan for better reporting on the issue. Yeah, so the plan is to get data on deaths in custody reported in real time Mm. uh, instead of being reported quarterly, which is currently the case. Uh, Experts say that more real-time data will prevent and identify and help to resolve issues faster. And advocates also say that it'll help to hold governments accountable when there are are deaths in custody. Um, There's more than 540 Indigenous Australians who have died in custody since 1991. Um, That's a date that comes up a lot in this discussion because it's when a Royal Commission into Aboriginal Deaths in Custody was released. Some family members have responded to the new data reporting changes. April Watson, she's the daughter of Tanya Day, who died in custody in 2017. Watson said that alongside preventative and accountability measures, the new reporting system, quote, could make a difference. Claire, I was so, so happy. (laughs) Cards on the table, I'll say it. Taylor Swift is coming to Australia next year. <laughs> you might have been one of those people, Alex, up at oh. four or five o'clock yesterday morning seeing if you could register early <laughs> for tickets. Uh, yes. I'm going to see what I can do. <laughs> Very big news yesterday that Taylor is bringing her ERAs tour to Sydney and to Melbourne. It's going to be over two weekends in February next year. Um, the tour is currently making its way across the United States and it really has been a bit of a cultural phenomenon. It's just definitely the hottest ticket in town wherever it's been. Mm. Uh, and that's seen cities across the states trying to outdo each other to honour Swift. Um, Glendale in Arizona temporarily named itself Swift City. <laughs> uh, Tampa in Florida uh, made her an honorary mayor of the day, which of course raises the question, Alex, what's Sydney and Melbourne going to do <laughs> to honour her? Well, obviously, Taylor Swift on the Opera House sales. That's number one. Easy. The Prime Minister of Australia, temporarily (laughs) or permanently. I don't really mind. And then maybe we rename Australia Taylor Nation. Look, these are all options. We probably need to flag them early so we can work them through. Oh, we'll, we'll write some letters. 
Claire, game two of the Men's State of Origin Rugby League showdown was last night, and it was sadly a win for Queensland. (laughs) That means the series is wrapped up for the Maroons. 2-0 so far. There is a third game coming, but, you know, it's not going to (laughs) matter. Anyway, that segues nicely into today's Squiz the Day. Yeah, well, look, the second and final of the Women's State of Origin series is on tonight. That's at 7.45 p.m. from Townsville, and Queensland won the first game there. So I'm with you, Alex. Maybe come on, New South Wales, and they can get some glory, at least for us on the women's side of the draw. That is it for us today. Thank you for listening and we'll be back with you tomorrow. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.